Hey y'all, welcome back to No Tea Just Juice, the high-vibey mental health podcast. I'm your host, Sherelle, also known as Juice, and yes, it is March, and we are three months into what seems like an already extremely long year. Y'all know we were saying 2020 vision, then all this crazy stuff just started happening, and honestly, we all just need to take a deep breath right because we have so much going on right now so much going on in the news right now the hot topic or big issue is the COVID-19 coronavirus it's got everyone up in arms people are going on quarantine and schools are shutting down businesses are shutting down and I just want to extend my heart and love to anyone that is affected directly or indirectly by this pandemic yes there are people that are not able to work and unfortunately don't have resources to pay their bills there are children who are in homes where they're not the best environments for them parents who are not able to afford food for their kids thankfully a lot of communities are still providing meals for kids and some even for adults as well but yeah there's just a lot of people having anxiety about this entire disease right now so we just got to make sure that we are taking care of ourselves not only physically but mentally and as an empath and a highly sensitive person I'm going to tell you right now it's really important to limit your exposure to everything that's going on it is perfectly fine to turn off the tv to not watch the news to not engage on social media if you feel like that's all you're reading about and follow any accounts that seem to be solely focusing on that because there is a lot of anxiety around it some people really do have illness anxiety and for those who don't just this is an anxiety provoking kind of situation right now so make sure that you're taking care of yourself I actually learned that we finally have cases where I live in Mississippi and in the area that I live in and we were kind of talking about it at work today because you know I work at a health clinic so obviously we're not going to shut down but just you know the anxiety about what are we going to do because you know there aren't a whole lot of resources we're running out of stuff left and right and people are coming trying to get tested so it's just a lot going on right now and what I'm doing in terms of self-care is really limiting how exposed I am to what's going on in the news and everything and just continuing to keep up with my good hygiene trying to practice social distancing here and there but other than that what's gonna happen is gonna happen we're gonna rock it out either way I still feel like despite the traumatic things that have taken place this year it's still gonna be a good year because I have said it will be you understand right now with that being said today I kind of wanted to share some things that have helped me work through or honestly that is helping me work through my process of being braver with my life because I to say that I've overcome it is not true I'm actually still working through this every single day I mentioned on social media about a week ago that I had the seed of vulnerability planted in my life last year and what that means is 
when I decided to do this podcast and blog, I realized one major theme in my life, and that is I really do try to avoid (laughs) those feelings of vulnerability. And, And it shows up in many different areas of my life. But specifically speaking to the creative process, I have engineered a lot of smallness in my life as a way to avoid the stuff that kind of comes up with with allowing yourself to be vulnerable. Vulnerability was defined as the emotion that we experience during times of risk, uncertainty, and emotional exposure, right? So for me, it has really been a journey. So I kind of wanted to get into that as well as just things that are helping me work through it. And I'm hoping that it will be helpful for you as well. I sound good. Now let's get into this juice. straight into it shall we okay so boom (laughs) march 13th i celebrated my 34th birthday happy birthday to me it's still my birthday yes i am one of those people who do believe in celebrating all month long okay so it's still my birthday but march 13th i had my 34th solar return And it was so much fun, by the way. Shout out to my friends and everybody who celebrated with me. And anyone who just wished me a happy birthday. I really appreciate it. I had a good time. So that same night, I decided to announce to, you know, my friends and everybody, you know, what I was working on. Which some of them kind of knew, but just went ahead and, you know, shared the website with them and had them follow the Instagram and everything like that, open the Instagram up to the public and put a post up on my main social media account. And, you know, I wasn't really thinking a whole lot about it at the time because, you know, I had been drinking. It was my birthday, so I wasn't that nervous about it. But literally the next day, my thought was like... (laughs) shit (laughs) what have I done like let me untell these people you know what I'm saying um 
I don't know, like, I guess as a creative, you know, anything that you create and you produce, it's really important to you. Obviously, mental health is something that I'm passionate about, and I am perfectly fine working with clients one-on-one or even in groups, but talking about doing something on the internet, talking about doing something for public perception and opinion is completely out of my element, and it is something that I am very, very uncomfortable with. You know, and a lot of people may say, well, you know, why, why do you want to do it? Well, I just feel like I have to do it. It's something that I want to do, but just because I want to do it doesn't necessarily mean that it's easy. Now, why is it not easy for me? Okay. So (laughs) it's so many ways that I can kind of come at that and, and explain that. But like I was saying earlier, you know, trying to do these projects, I noticed that I would go back and forth. Like, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And I really had to examine my thought process behind that. And one of the things that I realized was that I just have engineered a lot of smallness in my life, right? When I would look at some of the things that were the most frightening, one of the most frightening thoughts that I had was, well, what if people don't like it? What if people misunderstand what I'm saying? What if people don't um, take me seriously, you know? And I just did not think that I could literally physically withstand that type of criticism. I really did not. So in an effort to avoid that, I just play it small, right? Bring as little attention to myself as possible, play it safe, don't really, you know, put myself out there. And I guess in a way that that's worked up until this point, but it has come at a great cost. It has come at the cost of me not really living in my truth, me not really being able to do the things that I want to do. And that mindset was working for me until I decided to do this podcast and this blog because ain't no way I could do a podcast living in this box. The box that's small and tight and cramped and poorly lit and no room for growth, no room for innovation. You know, I felt like, all right, if I'm going to do this, I got to make sure that everybody feels included. I got to make sure I'm not offending anybody. I got to make sure that, you know, it's just so perfect that everybody likes it. They love it. And then, you know, I'll feel comfortable putting it out. And of course, I know that that's impossible to do, but write the box, you know, that very self-limiting mindset that I didn't even realize that I had until I wanted to do this project. So I have been doing a lot of self-work. I've been doing a lot of self-exploration and really getting real with myself and getting honest with myself about the shit that I need to work on. And I'm going to share some of that with y'all. All right. So I had decided to take the lid off the box. And I decided to entertain the idea of actually living outside of the box, right? And I was fine with that only if everything was perfect. 
So I had to have the perfect equipment to do the podcast. I had to understand everything about podcasts and I had to be a perfect, you know, blogger. I had to be the best writer. I had to know all about social media, marketing and all that shit. And, and only then would I release these projects. Okay. However, you know, with perfectionism, that's an un- unattainable goal. There's no way to be perfect. And there's no way that I'm going to know everything that I need to know about podcasting and blogging if I don't just start doing it. Most of the learning comes from doing it and getting it wrong. And honestly, in just retrospect, over this past year, I've learned a whole lot from just making a lot of mistakes, but I still have a long way to go. And I'm pretty sure that the way the podcast sounds now, it won't sound a year from now. Um, and that's growth. And I, and right now I'm learning to kind of embrace the growth and excited about y'all growing with me in this process. But nevertheless, the belief that everything needs to be perfect will only rob you of opportunities to experience true growth and happiness because perfect is and always will be an unattainable goal, right? So I've kind of learned that there is no way to get around failing, okay? Failure is inevitable, right? Um, if, if we are putting ourselves out there, we're going to make some mistakes, but that's a beautiful thing, right? Because there's a lot of growth and innovation that comes with getting things wrong. So if anyone out there is struggling with that, remember that progress is always more important than perfectionism. You know, another thing that I found myself thinking was, well, shit juice, you know, there are already tons of wonderful mental health podcasts out there. There are already tons of mental health blogs. And why do we need another one? (laughs) And if we need another one, what makes you think that you, you, you need to be the person that's doing this? You talk about imposter syndrome, okay? I deal with that shit every day, okay? Imposter syndrome is basically feeling like you don't deserve a seat at the table. Like the opportunities and the success that you have is solely based off luck and not merit. And it's because honestly, we've kind of been conditioned and told that we don't deserve a lot of things, but that's just not true either. (laughs) And in reality, there may be a whole lot of mental health podcasts. There may be a whole lot of mental health blogs, but they ain't got my juice. Right. And that's no shade to nobody at all. But what I'm saying is it's my unique personality. It's my unique style. It's my unique perspective that makes my take on these issues special to me. Okay. And everybody may not vibe with it. Right. Everybody may not vibe with it. Because, you know, one of the things that I did struggle with was my own image, how I wanted to show up in these spaces. If you were, if you if you follow me on social media, then you know that I made a post about just trying to be transparent so that I can show up authentically. Right. I have to do this my way. And I feel like a lot of times as black women, we feel like we have to kind of fit into certain boxes and certain um, categories in order to be taken seriously by the world, but even by each other. 
So here I am, you know, this black woman with these tattoos and, you know, my nickname is Juice and I'm using that nickname in my brand and I cuss and, you know, I'm, you know, (laughs) and I felt like who's going to take me seriously, right? But there are people out there that find my style and my perspective refreshing and and that those are going to be my people and there are going to be people out there that that's not rocking with it and that's okay too and that's the beauty of having options you know y'all all heard that bread analogy right like so bread has its own aisle and there are all these different types of companies that make bread and all these different types of bread but bread is bread but nevertheless bread is always sold out and that really speaks to the fact that people are going to support and vibe with what they want and there is a bread out there for everyone and there is a podcast out there for everyone and there is a blog out there for everyone right so I just want to try to work through that and I'm still working through it right I'm still working through it because I see all these wonderful like therapists on Instagram and they're great you know and I'm just like should I be like that you know they seem really serious (laughs) um and you know here I am all colorful and everything and just kind of vibing and doing my own thing but I just gotta do it my way like I promise you I'm 100% committed to the healing of my people but I have to do it my way if I'm gonna do this podcast and this blog I gotta show up as me and, you know, somebody going to rock with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? But right now I'm choosing to rock with myself. And then two, you know, if we're just going to keep it 100, you know, there's a lot of competition, right, amongst women, amongst black women, where we feel like it has to be only one person doing one thing, right? But I've said it before and I'll say it again, incredible things happen when women support one another and you know there's room for everybody in this field and I've decided that I deserve to take up space in this arena and you deserve to take up space in whatever arena you want to take take up space in and if you want to start a podcast if you want to start a blog if there's anything that I can do to help please reach out to me because I want to see everybody win and I truly feel like there is room for everybody to be great and when it comes to mental health and when it comes to the well-being and the healing of our people and just people in general I feel like there can never be too many people having conversations about it and it's going to take a multitude of perspectives and viewpoints and personalities and styles and types to reach everyone because people are different so they're not going to respond to every just one type of perspective and one style so you know you have to take that into consideration so another thing that you have to keep in mind is that it's really not the critic who counts all right so I was watching the call to courage on Netflix I'm not sure if y'all have seen it but it's by Brene Brown who is one of my favorite authors and speakers but you know that's why I was first introduced to this quote it says it is not the critic who counts not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better the credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena 
whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes up short again and again, because there is no effort without error and shortcoming but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly. So that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. Now that's a quote by Teddy Roosevelt and like I said I was introduced to this quote when I watched the call to courage and for me it was a game changer you know I think while it hurts us that people can criticize us and talk negatively about the things that we're passionate about we must really learn to discern whose opinions of us matter okay not everyone's opinions matter so it's our job to only elicit feedback from the people who have earned the right to give their opinion in the first place okay many people unfortunately will never have the courage to attempt to do anything that you're doing right but they will very well make it their job to criticize the things that you're doing and I'm not gonna sit here and tell you like that shit don't hurt because it does right and I don't think that there is ever going to be a way of, of getting around that type of hurt especially when you're doing something that's important to you especially when you're doing something that you're passionate about especially when you put in blood sweat and tears into something having someone shit on it spit on it it hurts okay but we've got to get out of the habit of holding that to our heart and really like taking that and owning that that's their shit that is not our shit OK, so just keep in mind that it's not the critic who counts. You definitely want people in your life that are going to give you honest feedback, that are going to hold you accountable, that are going to tell you when you're slipping up, that are going to tell you when you can do better and tell you when you not at your best. OK, but those are not going to be people that you don't know people just randomly. Right. Those are going to be the people in your life that, you know, love and support you. OK. So that was helpful for me. Okay, another thing that, you know, we've got to do is learn how to embrace the fear, right? Like I said earlier, I used to look at all of the creatives of the world, all the creators and all of the leaders, and I would think, man, I would love to be as fearless as them, you know? And I would tell myself the moment that I no longer felt afraid that I would be able to do anything, Okay. All of the things that I couldn't do while I was living inside my box. But, you know, I've since learned that it's actually really normal to be afraid, especially the more important it is to you. It's going to be scary, okay? But when we're choosing to be brave with our life, we have to remember that we are choosing to be brave with our life. And that is a choice, okay? A choice to choose courage over comfort. Right. And I've learned that, you know, I really shouldn't take my fear as a sign that I'm not ready or that it isn't time. But that when you choose to create something, when you choose to put yourself out there, you are going to be afraid. 
and embracing that fear is a normal part of the process. And despite how confident everyone else seems out there, right? You got to know at some point they feel these same feelings of vulnerability. They feel these same feelings of fear, but they are choosing to push through that. And that is the only difference between them and you. So personally, I believe the more important something is to you, the scarier it's going to feel. So remember to just embrace the fear and just do it anyway. <laughs> do it anyway, which actually just lends itself to like my my next point. And it's just that if you've been sitting on an idea and it doesn't seem to go away, you need to take that as a sign that it is time, girl, guy whomever, it is time to just start. Okay. So start where you are with what you have, you know, so I don't know everything about podcasting and blogging and I'm not a social media influencer and I don't know anything about navigating the algorithms on Instagram, but you know what? I'm doing it anyway. And you want to know why? It's because I'm passionate. I'm passionate about having conversations that bring us closer together. I'm passionate about um, the healing of my people and people in general. Okay, I'm passionate about people feeling less alone and feeling less broken, especially over shit that we all go through, we all deal with, right? That is my why, right? And my why is the motivating factor and it allows me to push through all of the fear, all of the negative self-thoughts, all of, you know, those feelings of vulnerability. I'm pushing through it and it is terrifying as hell, but I am doing it anyway. So what is your why, right? Because the world needs you. The world really does need you. And whether that is you want to, I don't know, open a a, a boutique, you want to start a business, you want to write a book, you want to, I don't know, start a blog or a podcast, whatever it is, what is your why? Use your why as fuel and ammunition to keep pushing through, right? And just do it anyway. Start with what you have. In the call to courage, you know, that I mentioned earlier, Brene Brown said, Vulnerability is not about winning. It's not about losing. It's about having the courage to show up when you can't control the outcome. And that was powerful for me because in that moment, I realized that I have not been showing up. I have not been showing up. I've been showing up for everybody in my life, but me. And I made a decision to show up. So this is me showing up. This is me taking up space because I deserve to take up space. So be kind to yourselves, be patient with yourselves, speak life into your businesses, speak life into your mind, speak life into your craft, speak life into your ideas, affirm it as if it has already happened. The world really does need your perspective. The world needs your take on it. The world needs your juice. You feel me? Well, guys, that about wraps up the show for today. I want to send a very special shout out to Joy with the Joy of Social Work podcast. Thank you for your encouraging words, girl. You guys, make sure that you do go follow Therapy Juice Bar on Instagram. Visit the Juice Bar blog at www.com therapyjuicebar.com make sure to rate review and subscribe to the podcast so that i can keep the juice in steady 
flow. And as always, thank you so much for joining me. It means so much to me for all of the reposts, the likes, the shares, the follows, or just even viewing my page or viewing my website. It means so much to me. You guys could literally be anywhere else doing anything else, but you decided to give me some of your time and I'm forever grateful. Until next time, peace, love, and juice.